This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Monday, December the 17th, 2018. It is quickly approaching 4.30 in the afternoon here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Hope you had a great and wonderful weekend, and I hope you're having a splendid Advent. Today's message, taken directly from the Diary of Divine Mercy. Uh, If you've never listened to this message, from 1925 to 1938, our Lord Jesus Christ appears to St. Faustina in Poland, tells her hundreds of things as he physically appears to her about a hundred times or so during this 13 years. Everything that our Lord told St. Faustina is meant for every one of us with a specific emphasis for us to know as best as we can with our human minds, the goodness and the mercy and the omnipotence of God. Everything in this message, everything in the Diary of Divine Mercy runs in harmony with sacred scripture. And that specific emphasis is on the Lord's mercy, kindness, compassion, and yes, his power. So towards the end of St. Faustina's life, our Lord Jesus allows St. Faustina to witness a few different conversations that our Lord is having with different souls. And this one particular, I'm going to do a reading right here. This is going to be taken, taken, directly, uh, taken directly from the diary, um, verbatim, and then I'll add some commentary at the end. But what I want you to understand is this, it's, it's headlined, a co- it's headlined, Conversation of the Merciful God with a Suffering Soul. Conversation of the Merciful God with a Suffering Soul. So there's different, different, uh, Jesus is having different conversations with different souls in different states. Uh, one, one soul that Jesus converses with that St. Faustina witnesses is one that is um, considered a sinful soul. The other one is considered uh, a despairing soul. One is considered one, a soul striving after perfection. We're going to do that one probably in the next few weeks. Uh, and there's one actually where Jesus is conversing with a perfect soul. And I think the point, one point is in life, because of the ups and downs and, and all arounds, uh, we can relate to every one of these aspects. Um, I mean, if you're human, at some point in life, at some point in time, you either suffer or you're going to suffer at some point. Uh, you certainly know people who have suffered or, or are suffering. And this this message from Jesus, from the Diary of Divine Mercy that I'll be reading, it is for you. So this is entitled, The Conversation of the Merciful God with a Suffering Soul. Jesus is speaking. Poor soul, I see that you suffer much and that you do not have even the strength to converse with me. So I will speak to you. Even though your sufferings were very great, do not lose heart or give in to despondency. But tell me, my child, who has dared to wound your heart? Tell me about everything. Be sincere in dealing with me. Reveal all the wounds of your heart. 
I will heal them. And your suffering will become a source of sanctification. The soul responds, Lord, my sufferings are so great and numerous and have lasted so long that I become discouraged. Jesus responds, my child, do not be discouraged. I know your boundless trust in me. I know you are aware of my goodness and mercy. Let us talk in detail about everything that weighs so heavily upon your heart. The soul responds, there are so many different things that I do not know what to speak about first nor how to express it. Jesus says, talk to me simply. As a friend to a friend, tell me now, my child, what hinders you from advancing in holiness? The soul says, poor health detains me on the way to holiness. I cannot fulfill my duties. I am as useless as an extra wheel on a wagon. I cannot mortify myself or fast to any extent as the saints did. Furthermore, nobody believes I'm sick. So that mental pain is added to those of the body. And I'm often humiliated. Jesus, how can anyone become holy in such circumstances? Jesus is true, my child. All that is painful. But there's no way to heaven except the way of the cross. I followed it first. You must learn that it is the shortest and surest way. The soul says, Lord, there's another obstacle on the road to holiness. Because I am faithful to you, I am persecuted and suffer much. Jesus responds, It is because you are not of this world that the world hates you. First it persecuted me. Persecution is a sign that you are following in my footsteps faithfully. The soul says, My Lord, I am also discouraged because neither my superiors nor my confessor understand my interior trials. A darkness clouds my mind. How can I advance? All this discourages me from striving for the heights of sanctity. Jesus says, Well, my child, this time you have told me a good deal. I realize how painful it is not to be understood, and especially by those whom one loves and with whom one has been very open. But suffice it to know that I understand all your troubles and misery. I am pleased by the deep faith you have, despite everything, in my representatives. Learn from this that no one will understand his soul entirely. That this is beyond human ability. Therefore, I have remained on earth to comfort your aching heart and to fortify your soul so that you will not falter on the way. You say that a dense darkness is obscuring your mind, but why? At such times, do you not come to me? The light who can in an instant pour into your soul more understanding 
about holiness than can be found in any books. No confessor is capable of teaching and enlightening a soul in this way. Know too that the darkness about which you complain, I first endured in the Garden of Olives when my soul was crushed in mortal anguish. I am giving you a share in those sufferings because of my special love for you. And in view of the high degree of holiness, I am intending for you in heaven. A suffering soul is closest to my heart. The soul responds, One more thing, Lord. What should I do when I am ignored and rejected by people, especially by those on whom I had a right to count in times of greatest need. Jesus tells the soul, My child, make the resolution never to rely on people. Entrust yourself completely to my will, saying, Not as I want, but according to your will, O God. Let it be done unto me. These words spoken from the depths of one heart. These words spoken from the depths of one's heart can raise a soul to the summit of sanctity in a short time. In such a soul, I delight. Such a soul gives me glory. Such a soul fills heaven with the fragrance of her virtue. But understand that the strength by which you bear sufferings comes from frequent communions. So approach this fountain of mercy often to draw with the vessel of trust Whatever you need, the soul says, in closing, thank you, Lord, for your goodness in remaining with us in the exile as the God of mercy and blessing us with the radiance of your compassion and goodness. It is through the light of your mercy that I've come to understand How much you love me. Amen. You know, just read just reading this right now, I mean, I, I have to say, even how how much I've mentioned there's professionally, uh, specifically, there's been it's been a very, very um, frustrating few years. And there are times where I do feel, you know, and you may say, well, that's that's nothing compared to my sufferings, and that may be true. I don't want to discount that. But everybody, you know, everybody has everybody has something, and some people are suffering greatly, and some people are suffering physically, and everybody can see their sufferings, and that's that's awful. Uh, but a lot of times, through that, you can at least have 
people at least are, are taking care of you. But there's a, where, where I'm going with this. And I'm not, I don't want to discount physical suffering. That, that's, a, that's a horrible thing. It's very, very serious. But there's a lot of people out there I know that are, that are mentally suffering. Um, mentally suffering things that we don't even know about. So they're not receiving any, any compassion um, from like from us, from their fellow neighbor, you know, we we just we just kind of, and I I've heard it said before. I believe it may have been Socrates that said this, but be kind, because everyone you know is fighting a great battle, and I I believe that our Lord Jesus Christ would would agree with that statement, and I think that we owe that. I, I believe me, I'm <laughs> I'm a work in progress. I know there's a, there's there's people I, I I ought to be more kind to, even in spite of when. They may not be as kind to me because, quite frankly, I don't, I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what they're experiencing. I don't know what they're suffering. And that's the point of where I'm going with this is that uh, any, any, anybody who's out there suffering, whether it be physical, and again, I, 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 I really I, I sympathize. I, I'm really sorry. I mean that. I, I, I hope um, and pray that God's mercy heals you and that God's mercy either heals you directly or indirectly through the hands of doctors and medicine, which God allowed on this earth to share in the joy of healing. Anyone out there who's mentally suffering and agony, whatever it may be, I, I hope and I pray that Jesus heals you, and that our Blessed Mother comforts you and that you would receive healing and whatever it may be. One thing I, I really want to make clear, though, Jesus can heal us. He can take care of these things. Now, I'll bring it, bring it home real quick. I mentioned uh, with myself, I've, I've been experiencing a, a lot of uh, frustration would probably be the, uh, the, the, the best choice of words professionally, especially over the last few years. And I mean, like I said, I, I know there's people that are out there suffering much, much greater things. I, I, I'm aware of that. But I have to speak about what I know. And this is, this is what I know right now. And as I hear these words, as I hear this message, there's quite a few things that Jesus has said through this. First of all, I'm reminded that it's for a reason. It's for a reason. It's not just in vain. You know, whatever it is, there's a reason. It's, it's whether it, our Lord is stating that the, the great holiness he has intended for us in heaven. It could be even the great plans that our Lord has for us in this life. I mean, if, if one experiences, again, I can bring it to what I'm experiencing right now, professional frustrations, uh, it, it, at some point, God willing, I, those professional frustrations will be relieved and we'll see the success that I'm, I'm really hoping for. And I, I would think that I'll be very empathetic for the remainder of my days, God willing, to those who are struggling professionally, because I know how I know how that feels. So, a couple things that Jesus said that I, I just want to hone in on before we conclude here. Jesus tells us if we reveal the wounds of our heart to Him, He will heal us. He will heal us. Let us have confidence in that. That's the point, right? Jesus only speaks the truth. If our Lord says it, it's true. Let us take Jesus at his word. Let us take that time. If there's something bothering us, take the time to tell our best friend. Jesus states time and time again in this diary that he is our best friend. He's the best of fathers. 
and we're an earthly father or an earthly mother can only give you earthly things. Jesus is divine and can heal anything. He can do anything. There are no limits on his mercy and blessings. Jesus says, my love and mercy knows no bounds. Too many times we, as humans, we, we, we just, we just limit what God can, you know, we, we just, we don't, we don't believe that. We need to believe that. I know I'm guilty of it sometimes. Jesus says, my love and mercy knows no bounds. There's nothing he can't do for you or for me, but we have to ask him. That's what our Lord's saying. Ask, tell me what's bothering you. Does he know? Yeah, he knows, but he wants us to tell him. So let's tell him. Jesus is telling us the only way to get to heaven is by way of the cross, which is why we're pleading with our Lord for mercy, because our Lord can make that easier, a more compassionate journey, a more merciful journey. And by that way, we're gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot easier for us. And we may rejoice along the way many, many, many times, many times. Not because of anything we're doing, but because of the mercy of Jesus, because of the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary. Jesus says that if we're persecuted by the world, that's a great sign that we're following his footsteps faithfully. Remember that. All the times that you feel misunderstood by your friends, family, whomever, uh, neighbor, whomever, they just, they don't get you. They don't understand what you're doing. They don't understand what you're talking about. Jesus is saying that's a sign you're doing what he wants. Because the human mind can only wrap itself around so much. So when we're doing, when we're, when the closer we get to Jesus, the more we are blessed with his divine wisdom. Sometimes the more people don't understand what we're doing. They don't understand choices that we're making, decisions that we're choosing to make. Our Lord states that that mental anguish of, of, of being misunderstood and, and that mental anguish of uh, that cloud of darkness, which we all know, we've all, we've all experienced that cloud of darkness. That's part of being a human being. That cloud of doubt, right? Jesus is saying, if, you're, if you experience that, Jesus is allowing us to experience that because he loves us. He's giving us a share in that because that was his mental anguish right before his passion and the agony in the, in the, in the agony and the garden, the garden of olives. Jesus as a suffering soul is closest to my heart. Jesus tells us to make the resolution never to rely on people. That's powerful. I mean, I understand we, we to, to an extent there's a, you know, but Jesus is just, just, wow, like, that's amazing. And actually, if you think about that, that actually makes it much more easy to forgive those when people don't come through for us. Because we're like, well, you know what, we weren't, we weren't really counting on you anyway. We're counting on Jesus. Now, if Jesus chooses to use those people in our lives, that's not to say that we don't, uh, you know, uh, 
have you know, trust people. It's not to say that it's not that's not what Jesus is stating here. What our what our Lord is very simply stating is that above all, let's just trust in Him. Above all, place our confidence in Jesus. That's that's what that's what He's saying. And to plead with the Lord that His will be done. Now remember this. Remember this because we always have to remember this. Jesus promises us. What we have to remember is this with regards to God's will. Enthusiasm as best we can for God's will. It's well, it's huge. It's it's one thing that our Lord is asking us to give, to give ourselves, not with uh we, he, our Lord wants us to, to give of ourselves with, with much love. Our Lord tells that to Sister Consolata. He wants us to give with much love. In other words, you know, think about when you ask somebody for, for a favor. Uh, if, they, if they do it and they kind of like, you know, dried their heels and, you know, maybe even may, uh, make a snide comment or do something, you know, uh, passive aggressively, eh, you kind of like, kind of tarnishes the favor, doesn't it? But think about when you ask somebody for a favor and they do it, you know, wholeheartedly. And maybe they even exceed your expectations. It really just, it just, it's just awesome. It's such a, such a relief. It pleases you. You're, you're happy, right? Well, we, we need to, and again, I'm, I'm talking to myself here too. We need to, when the Lord asks us to do something, do it with love. Do it with enthusiasm. So when we're asking for God's will, I hope, I want to remind you of this because this helps I think garner that enthusiasm. When we submit to God's will, Jesus promises in the diary of divine mercy that we receive a sea of blessings. And Jesus promises that we receive the Holy Trinity when we submit to his will. So we all want we all want a sea of blessings, right? We all want the presence of the most holy trinity within us. How do we receive those things? By saying yes to God. By saying yes to God. And as I'm stating this, I'm, I'm looking directly at a picture of Our Lady of Good Remedy. Holding the infant Jesus. So I, we, we, my wife and I try to have a devotion to Our Lady of Good Remedy. She's very, very powerful. Uh, the Blessed Mother under the title of Our, La- Our Lady of Good Remedy. After, uh, I, actually, I've, ta- I've, uh, I've done a uh, podcast on that before. I think it's under the title, Two Great Devotions. And I included that, or they have good remedy in the infant Jesus. But I, I want to stay on track for just a moment. And, you know, the, the really, the, when we think about Mary, the Queen of Heaven, when we think about all that Mary did, all that Mary does for us, it really is all about Mary saying yes to God. Saying yes to God. And that's what Jesus is telling us. If we say yes to him with enthusiasm, with love, with vigor, not indifference, right? Not being despondent and dragging our heels, but, you know, jumping in, so to speak, with our yes. And Jesus is telling us it's, it's easier to bear sufferings and obviously also say yes from frequent communions. That's the reception of Jesus in the Eucharist. And lastly, and I want to read this, this line verbatim, when Jesus says that about, about frequent communions. 
Jesus says, so approach this fountain of mercy often and draw with the vessel of trust whatever you need. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. And this is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.